Hello and welcome to the Power Switch, gaming's call and talk radio show. My name is Peter Spasia, and today is June 12th, 2017. This is the E3 2017 podcast for Ubisoft. We're coming right after their conference. It's about 5.30 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. Time, and uh, yeah, lots to talk about with yeah. Ubisoft here. a lot of stuff. Joined by Scott White from DashingNerds.com. Hey, uh, thank, thank you for joining me, as Of always. course, this, glad to this, be here. Uh, this E3 here. Let's talk about Ubisoft. Uh, we were thinking about, you know, we were we do the yeah. before the show reactions and during the show on Facebook.com slash Dashing Nerds. Yep. And we were saying, you know, before the show, you know, Ubisoft, Ubisoft has shown a lot. Yeah, it's like we we felt that we had it pretty much all figured mm-hmm. out. It's like, oh, they've shown so much. It's like, I think we there's so many known quantities. We weren't expecting, we weren't mm-hmm. expecting much out of Ubisoft. Yeah, so before we get to the callers here at rhymesatasia.com slash call, uh, where you get to call in and contribute directly to the show, we're going to run through kind of the games here and our, our quick thoughts about them, give them a grade, and uh, yeah. get over to you here. We'll start right away with uh, when you get Rabbit on screen, I'm like, oh. Opening oh, with Mario and Rabbit. We're doing this right away, and they're jumping and punching the block, and you know, that happens. So, of course, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto yeah. has to come up on stage. Uh, so yeah, Mario uh, XCOM. Well, you know, if you were paying attention to leaks beforehand, you knew it was going to be turn-based strategy. Yeah, uh, I just didn't know how much XCOM it was actually going to look like uh, when you're getting it around corners and the the jump mechanic where you're propelling them off to mm-hmm. have that second jump. That's that's different. That's new. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what they were doing with you know taking the time to be like oh we're running around exploring yeah, the Mushroom Kingdom, but you know when they got in, when they got into the gameplay that was really interesting. Yeah. August 29th as a release date mm-hmm. for that. That's you know a good time for needing a game like that on the Switch. Uh, so you know, looks good, fun. Yeah. Definitely looks fun. Yeah, so so good for Ubisoft for starting like that. You know, get get a legend like that on stage. You know, get the partnership going there. That was that was really surprising. Honestly, I saw the we we made mention we saw the little hat with the eyeballs Miyamoto. We saw it. Keep an eye on tomorrow with uh, with Odyssey there. Oh yeah, Assassin's Creed Origins. I was hoping for like a cinematic, you know, Assassin's Creed trailer. It's been a couple years since we had one, and we got one that's yeah more gameplay shot in 4K. Mm-hmm. Fine, it's good. I'm excited to play that game. I'm looking forward to getting back into that series. But I, I know I could have done with a cinematic trailer, especially yeah. when you know other games got them. Uh, you know, first of all, Assassin's Creed uh, October twenty seventh confirming yep. that date from yesterday. Other games got cinematic trailers like The Crew two, uh, really coming. long cinematic trailer yeah. too. Yeah, and then a demo on top of it, going to you know, different mm-hmm. locations. Early twenty eighteen for that game. I find it interesting that with the first Crew game, it was talking about going across the country, and it was mm-hmm. about oh, you can travel from one end to the other, and there was that sort of trailer from right. a couple of years ago. With your friends. Yeah. They made it a big point that it was with your friends, the your, crew. your crew. Right. But now it's like, well, you can drive everything now. You know, planes, boats, planes, trains, automobiles, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and it almost seems like it'll have a story mode with that character that they kept showing, the king yeah, of all motorsports yeah. and everything, yeah. and the... In the cinematic trailer. I don't know if it's necessarily a story, but it was just a lot of, like, self-aggrandizing, just, you know, focusing on the individual. And you're talking mm-hmm. about, like, yeah, they show New York, and they show San Francisco, and, yeah, really detailed worlds there, but I don't know if you can necessarily have that attention to detail 
really across the country. So I don't know if they're trading in that scope, they're trading in the multiplayer. I mean, it's hard to say. I yeah. think the main focus is like it's more than just cars. So there you go, and it yeah, doesn't really sell me. But it doesn't sell me as much as like Need for Speed did. Or like Forza and mm, things like yeah. that. This didn't. It's like oh okay. It's, You're looking at the off-road driving. It's like well that's Forza Horizon Three did that way better. Like hard, hard right. To say and there's still project cars. There's mm, Need mm. for Speed. There's Gran Turismo Sport. There's Forza. It's like mm. out of all of them, I think Crew is kind of on the lower end. It, yeah. it It looked good, but it didn't look like. Forza, or right. it didn't seem to have the qual- same quality, I guess. But right. we saw another trailer for South Park: The Fractured but Whole, coming October twenty seventh. Yep, uh, October seventeenth, rather, because I am struggling to read. Apparently, uh, I mean, good to see it. You know, make sure that yeah. it's there, but you know, put it away. Like we don't want to be spoiled too much, right? Like let's we'll ramp it up a little bit when the game mm-hmm. comes out uh, in a, a few months, but uh, not much to say besides that. Then we start getting into the new games. Yeah, uh, honestly, really like, strange. Yeah. Like, boom, surprises, brand new, never heard anything about. So that, that was really neat. We have Transference, which is this VR game that From is coming. Spectre Vision? I don't know if Spectre Vision is like the internal like company. I think probably. I just think maybe, maybe. But coming spring 2018, looks like Elijah Wood is attached to the project. Mm-hmm. Talked about like uploading mental trauma, so you're experiencing these traumatic events and like oh don't worry like storing it, it can't hurt you conscious eye i almost thought that guy in the trailer was like oh it can't hurt you and be like yes it, it can, can. <laughs> but i have to say it can <laughs> that'd be really creepy um that was really neat good mm-hmm. to see them at least you know another an, like a new vr game and we'll see with sony later tonight if you know we'll see more right. vr game announcements there uh, Skull and Bones. This is taking the mechanics of Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. And I think it's the same universe as Black Flag. It's just Maybe. removing the assassin aspect. Yeah, yeah. Really prettying it up that you're seeing. Just, oh, yeah. It's, the mechanics are almost copy-paste in a, a lot of ways. Uh, with you know Deeper, I think. Yeah, sure. Yeah. With, with mortars and the spyglass and you have mm-hmm. the, the long shots on the side of the ship. Um, it brought me a lot of flashbacks to yeah. playing that for sure. Uh, now, Looks gr- fun. wasn't ex- It wasn't anticipating it. Yeah, uh, talking about like a persistent open world. Uh, you know, play with friends, multiplayer. You know, can gang up as a pirate crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, fall twenty eighteen for that one. I think it's ambitious in what it's trying to do online, but it's right. trying to continue the games as a service sort of talking point mm-hmm. that a lot of uh, companies are really trying to hype up here. And then why not a dancing panda? Just Dance 2018. With like, Rexa Bebe or Bebe Rexa? Bebe it? Rexa, I think her yeah, name was. Yeah, that sounds but, better um, than Rexa Bebe. <laughs> Rexa Bebe. Bebe Rexa. <laughs> um, Who yeah. ne- Peter and I, neither of us had heard no, of. No, no, of course of. not. Um, you know, Just Dance sells a whole lot. And still it's, on it's, Wii. It's, and it's really telling still when it's Wii. still on Wii. Um, but it's, it's an odd intermission in the show. Every year it's like... All right, what are they going to do? Like, who are they going to drag out? Yeah. What, are, what are we dancing to? I don't know. I, I guess I'm glad they didn't say like, and here's our mobile game where like you can dance too. And, okay, mm-hmm. all right. But yes, October 2017 for that one. Yes, including Wii and Wii U and all possible platforms. Then South Park comes back out again. Yeah. Like, like that's that's Matt Stone, isn't it? Like that that is his yeah. voice, right? And. So it's like it wasn't surprising to see Cartman pop up on your right. phone as a result of that, but 
you know, for as as much as they talk about like, oh, we don't want to get too much involved with video games. This is the last game. We don't want to do this. Like South Park mobile game, South Park Phone Destroyer, mm-hmm. coming twenty eight. Like uh, it looks like it might be a character collector battle game. Yeah, it talked about a whole lot of different classes for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, hard to say what exactly the gameplay was, but I'm sure they'll highlight it more coming yeah. twenty seventeen. Uh, so so wow, yeah, that was a little surprising there. Then Starlink, the Battle for Atlas. Starlink Battle for Atlas, Fall 2018. I was kind of saying during our reactions where it's like, you know, got to wonder with No Man's Sky flopping as hard as it did, like who is going to be the company that tries to take mm-hmm. a kind of run at that kind of game again, but mm-hmm. say, well, we can do it better. And I did not expect Ubisoft to be that. I certainly did not expect a toys-to-life mechanic right. with, you know, a ship. I certainly mm, yeah. did not Attached expect... Attached to a Switch controller, yeah. that seems to be its main platform. Like, to have that be the primary advertised console, like, that was just a whole bundle of mm-hmm. surprises. I mean, yeah, the trifecta of No Man's Sky, Toys-to-life, you know, try to cling on to that, and yeah, Switch. Yeah. Wow. It's like, good on them. It's like, well, that's nifty. Um, you know, talking about Fall 2018, so it still has a long way to go, but that was, that was really surprising mm-hmm. for sure. Steep. When we see Steep on the screen and we hear the uh, the studio head talking about like, oh, they try so hard just for a few moments, and we're like, I mean, you said in particular, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, twenty eighteen coming up, yeah. it's it's the Winter Olympics, and then you start to see the footage and you see those yeah. Olympic rings, and it's like, man, they do not let anybody just use that. So obviously that we knew there's going to be some connection there. So Steep expansion coming in December, December fifth. 2017 Olympics. Yeah, steep road to the Olympics. Uh, you know, if they can do a you know proper, well done Olympics game, that'd be great because not many are done, especially when you pass it off to Mario and Sonic and expect that to be you know the pinnacle right. of athletic you know brilliance. Right. Uh, so that was really cool. Far Cry Five, getting to see gameplay like still it, looks fantastic. Yeah, excited for that for sure. Uh, that was a, the one game where like they didn't explicitly say. The release date, I mean, it's it's February 27th, mm-hmm. 2018. Like, they've been advertising that for a long time. But, you know, they really made a point for all the other games, at least a release window, if not a specific date. So I'm, you know, impressed by that for sure. And I I remember hearing rumors that you were going to be like a sheriff, but it almost seems like you're a mercenary. I, you I might mean, be a mercenary. You may, I think you're like some sort of cop, but you're kind mm-hmm. of play a mercenary in a yeah. way just to try to break up the cult in a way and you get all these different people helping you yeah. including a dog that, that good old pupper that cult better not kill the dog or I'm gonna oh. John go John Wick on the rest yeah for sure for sure and then you see a trailer and uh, when you start putting a pig yeah. in a Ubisoft trailer monkey you know there's a monkey with a robo hand I mean you gotta start thinking Beyond Good and Evil too, and it's just like what is this trailer gonna do to prove us wrong and yeah. you know you, you get excited you see someone who I honestly thought looked like Jade at the mm-hmm. end. I it's think probably it was, Jade's mom. Yeah, the name Dakini. It's a, it's a prequel, but yeah, beyond good and evil too. And all I also could think of is good for them. Yeah, like you know, for all the Instagram leaks and whatnot for the talk. And this is why when they say it won't be at E three, you can't always believe right. them. Like it's because things like this happen. Uh, you know, I was saying before the show on, on Facebook there for Dashing Nerds that it would make so much sense for Michel Ancel to say, well, you know, I'm going to show it at Paris Games Week. Yeah. Because that's, you know, where I'm from and, you know, that whole thing. I mean, so, yeah, when you're seeing Montpellier and it's like, wait, what are they doing again? Like, they, they are doing that, right? Yeah. And it, 
it all came together. I think it was a it was great, a very good surprise, and it was a great end game. Yeah, or uh, yeah. end of conference for sure, game to for show. For sure, and you know, when, I know people were hoping for Splinter Cell and things like that, but uh, that's one people have been waiting for for a long, long time. Now, granted, that's another one where they, that's one they didn't say uh, release date at all. They said, no. you know, join the the Space Monkey program. You know, help us out. I, I don't even know if it was beta or if they're gonna. Yeah, I don't wanna, they didn't go too know. much into the. It was just a cinematic trailer. There was no gameplay mm-hmm. shown of uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. It definitely looks, you know, moving away from the Uncharted like gameplay that we saw what, in like two thousand nine or mm-hmm. something like that. So, it seems like that's moved away. But man, that's 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 exciting. That's a yeah. great, you know, end of show sort of. Oh, definitely. Touch there for sure. For sure. So our our grades for Ubisoft before we pass it off to you guys, I would have to say this has been my favorite conference so far. Mm. It had Microsoft's was great, not taking away it's still an A in my book, but I so much of it was known. Like they didn't have that big like surprise game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it it was so much Scorpio based, which was cool. But I have to I have to say A for Ubisoft. Mm, wow, I really enjoyed it. There were a lot of good surprises. Maybe it was because I went in thinking that, oh, I know what they're going to show, so this is just going to be kind of sitting here waiting for it to end kind of thing. But um, with Skull and Bones looks very interesting. I'm curious to see more of Transference. It's Nothing had really been said about Ubi getting into VR. Well, I mean, last year they had what Eagle Flight. They had the Star oh, Trek true. bridge crew. So they, they tried a little bit last year, but you know, good to see someone at least continue... Yeah. You know the the push to VR. Right, Starlink looks interesting. That was really interesting, especially with them focusing on the Switch. Um, Beyond Good and Evil as a surprise announcement, opening with Mario. I just overall thought it was an incredibly, incredibly strong showing from Ubisoft. Um, so I'm going to give up an A. Hmm. Uh, I'll go an A minus. Uh, I said that for Microsoft as well, and I think I would have to give Microsoft the edge. I liked their presentation of you know not only a beefier show but showing more games and the the pace in the back to back. There were mm-hmm. still times where Ubisoft like kind of took a little too much time and yeah. you know spent a longer on games. But when you're getting to all the surprises, and I think I was thinking of B plus going in, but the more I think about it, with all the surprises, like mm-hmm. that's that's really what's pushing it to an A minus. And again, if I yeah. go head to head between Microsoft, which I also gave an A minus, I would give uh, you know Xbox One X and all that the the bump there. Um, but yeah, I mean, really good show. Strong show, really much stronger show. than I thought it. Was that was going to come from? I still Ubi. miss Aisha Tyler. I mean, don't, oh, I get, did don't, too. don't get me wrong, but it was it was a really really strong show, and I'm I'm very interested to hear what everyone else thinks. So when we come back, we'll get to the callers. What do you think? Love to hear your thoughts, but you can also call in and discuss what another caller had to say as well. We'll talk all about Ubisoft at E3 2017 when we come back here on the Power Switch. Welcome back to the Power Switch. So in our 50 E3 yes or no contest questions, there are a couple that involved Ubisoft, but pretty sure they were already answered before the show even began. But even still, uh, let's check it out. A new Assassin's Creed game set in ancient Egypt is revealed. Check, that would be Origins. Also, Ubisoft reveals a sequel to either Rayman, Splinter Cell, or Far Cry. Far Cry was revealed in the time mm-hmm. before, you know, since the questions and then up to E3. So, yes, Far Cry 5 does count as a yes. And then Beyond Good and Evil 2? 
Yeah. That's a yes. That's the first one so far in our Hopes and Dreams segment to get announced. I mean, we'll see if uh, something like Borderlands 3 or uh, Devil May Cry 5 or Metroid on Switch can possibly come true before the end of E3. But, you know, score one for Beyond Good and yeah. Evil 2. That's always really exciting to see. So, glad to see that. Let's get to you guys, the callers. What do you have to think? Love to hear what you want to say. Joining us from Illinois, Video Game Guru 64. Welcome back to the Power Switch. Nice to be back. Absolutely. Thank you for calling in. What would you like to talk about regarding Ubisoft today? First thing is uh, Mario and Rabbids gameplay. And I wasn't expecting the battle system to be so uh, XCOM-Z. Yeah, Scott, you thought the yeah. same thing too. Oh, it, it's very XCOM-like. I was surprised. And, I mean, you, I would... Seeing the tactical... Uh, turn turn based tactical. I was thinking more along the lines of maybe Disgaea or mm. uh, like Final Fantasy Tactics style, not XCOM with t- taking well, cover and uh, yeah. oversight and like even some of the abilities from XCOM well, are directly well, ripped. Bringing up Disgaea, uh, the uh, jump mechanic is uh, from Disgaea. Oh, interesting. So like yeah, they have the the toss command. Yeah. I know in um, Disgaea where you can pick up units. And then throw them to a nearby. Uh... Mm-hmm. See, it's a it's a type of gameplay that I'm not that interested in, to be honest. Like, I was terrible at XCOM. I was so bad when I tried Enemy Unknown. Uh, so the gameplay doesn't really interest me. But I'm I'm interested but, to see but, if it's you know something that can work well for the Switch. But it's Mario, and the fact that it's Nintendo uh, Palace, so you know it will be good. Oh, I, I hope so. I mean, yeah, Ubisoft's done most of the work, but yeah, Nintendo has to sign off at the end of the day. That's that's mm-hmm. for sure. They're not going to let anyone just use their intellectual property. Um, I, I wonder how if it's kind of you know dumbed down the strategy in a way, not to have it be crude like that, but you know, if it's like you know kids first strategy RPG, I think that would be yeah, an interesting uh, approach. I I think that's going to be kids first uh, strategy RPG. I mean, how else do you appeal? You know, with with the rabbits, like rabbits, yeah. you're not trying to right. bring in the hardcore. You can't have your, the yeah. Iron Man mm-hmm. mode where when you lose a guy, he's gone mm-hmm. forever. Or you only have one save. You can't have more of those hardcore esque. Mm-hmm. That's where we're seeing like the perfect things. with you know the three checks. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a matter of yeah, like they'll how just be they'll just be takes. knocked out or whatever if a hero right. goes down. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you can't uh, kill Mario. You can't kill. You can't kill Yoshi or Peach. Right, right. That, that just wouldn't work. I mean, even in Smash Bros., you just you knock them off stage, they'll come right back. Right, right. yeah. The other thing was um, Battle Link or something. Oh, Starlink. Yeah. Uh, that was a sp- surprise for me. And I ho- hope it doesn't require uh, Toys to Life. Because that, that, that looks interesting to me. Uh, like, Skylanders didn't look interesting, but that looked interesting to me. So, well, I believe they mentioned that it can be that'll work either physically or digitally with the the ship parts and stuff. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, they should, okay, shouldn't require good. the extra purchase. Well, but I mean, with the toys, with Skylanders stuff, you're required to purchase the the parts and stuff. So, True. I mean, hopefully, you can get them digitally. They'll still probably be just microtransactions then. Mm-hmm, so enough. I think whether or not they're at physical toy parts or that you buy at a store or 
digital codes that you buy from the Nintendo, Sony, or Xbox store, those will still yeah. be a factor. Yeah. It would make sense if yeah. something's like bundled in the final game. Now, oh, granted, yeah. this is ways off. I mean, yeah. it's fall 2018, but I don't expect to see, oh, there's a bit of store shelf space that is specifically selling yeah. these Starlink ships. Like, yeah. No way it's going to happen. So, And another thing is Beyond Good and Evil 2. I've played uh, Beyond Good and Evil, so I know what uh, happens in that story. So, so, so yeah. you're really excited yeah. for the game uh, then? Yes. Uh, the The question I had uh, for that trailer is, what console is it coming out for? Is it coming out for Switch? Is it coming out for PS4? Coming out for Xbox One? They didn't have a uh, really. It'll be X. Uh, it'll yeah. be Xbox, PS4, uh, PC. I do, least, I do not see least. it coming to Switch. Well, here's well, the interesting thing. There's the rumor that exists. Yeah. I think Laura Kate Dale is, is one who's you know, heard something about it, at least. Um, but the talk is that, and you know, in the rumor mills going back, that you know Nintendo gave money to help, you know, get that game going. Not not totally unlike a Bayonetta two situation. Not to say that'll be totally exclusive, but. The talk was like, oh, that it'll be Switch exclusive for at least a little bit. But when they're they're showing that kind of trailer and that kind of target footage, I would not expect Switch. And uh, the Vivendi uh, buying out uh, Ubisoft, if it is happening, then uh, that's why all the Ubisoft uh, people just came up on stage and uh, said, uh, this is uh, all we have. Please. <laughs> yeah, gosh, I didn't think of it that way. I, I know it's it's looming, and they're they're Vivendi's trying to make more progress uh, on towards you know a takeover of Ubisoft, be it hostile or otherwise. Uh, I didn't I didn't necessarily see it that way with uh, everyone gathering on stage, but wow, that's it does like, kind of put a, a more grim tone on things. I suppose. I feel like they've done that previous years though. Had developers come up on stage, mm, mm, maybe. But did they have the whole crew up on stage, or is like, well, I believe in previous conference. years they've had other people come back out on stage that had presented and things like that from the teams. Okay, yeah. I, but it's, it's still, it's, it is something to keep in mind because it is something that could entirely happen, uh, whether it's this year or the next year or even beyond. Uh, I'm beyond good and evil too. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it's something to keep in mind. Like that's That would be uh, kind of upsetting if that happened. And I was... I saw something recently where I think like does Vivendi own Universal, which then puts a weird spin on like the interaction with the Nintendo and the theme okay. park, or yeah. maybe it's just yeah. Universal Pictures and like the the two are different. I, it's it's hard to say. Like Vivendi is this this slow big monster that does not do well with the things it touches. I mean, when they took over GameLoft, the the mobile studio, like that did not go well. Um, so. Uh, I I think Ubisoft showed a lot of great stuff today. Oh, I'm you know, concerned about what a definitely. takeover would mean. Definitely. All right. Well, yeah. Video Game Guru 64, we really appreciate you calling in and uh, giving that Nintendo perspective for sure. Uh, lots surprisingly to talk about in this conference for sure. Mm-hmm. And well, I'm sure we'll hear from you tomorrow as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, thank you for calling in and hope you have a great E3. Yep. See ya. Joining us from Texas, Jesse, welcome back to the Power Switch. Good to be back again for this ongoing saga of E3. Yeah, it's E3 yeah. 2017 with uh, quite the adventures we have here. Uh, today's Ubisoft in particular. What would you like to talk about with them? It was actually a pretty strong showing for them. 
I think in general this has actually been a pretty strong E3 this year. Yeah, there's um, there's been some really good conferences for sure. I mean, EA has had their their presentation issues. I think Bethesda's pacing was a little off, but yeah, Microsoft was really strong. Ubisoft very strong. Um, and I, I can't wait for Sony tonight. Oh um, yeah, Sony yeah. should be really exciting. I know. I'm trying not to get my hopes up. Yeah, but but man, it's it's hard not to. I know. Yeah, I think it's been a really good E3 so far, and we're you know four of six through. Yep, yep, yep. So things I am excited for. I might get the Rabbids game, but you know I don't know. Really, what got me more excited about that was the fact that uh, well, for one, we saw Shigeru Miyamoto on stage at E3 for the first time in how long? Yeah, it's been quite That's a while. Cool. Um, gosh, at least 2010 he was on stage for Skyward Sword. I'm trying to think if there's any other times since then because yeah, they only had 2012 was the last you know a stage show for Nintendo. Was, was he? Was he even at the uh, Switch announcement? No, uh, no, it's not at the not, not at the Switch show in Japan. See, it made me miss Nintendo having big E3 conferences, and I totally get why they don't because I'm pretty sure they actually save money doing this. But oh, for sure, yeah. I, I still kind of want it. You miss the pageantry. I, I totally mm-hmm. get that. Yeah, I do like the tree houses though, and the more like one-on-one discussing things. Oh that yeah, they, they have do. their own way. They're working pretty well for them. Yeah, it's, One it's thing a... that grabbed my attention was during the trailer for Rabbit, there was a there was music playing, and I thought it sounded familiar. And then I heard the vocalist. I'm pretty sure that's an Australian band called Airborne. Which we I were thinking with, during I... the show, it's like, is that Airborne? They're like, they're a really good band. Yeah, they are a good band, and I want more people to hear about them. See, it's it's interesting. More often than not, you know, my brother and I were kind of pegging out that name in particular because we know them from. They appear in the NHL, the EA NHL games. Their songs have appeared in, uh, but yeah, like it was one of those. Like, is that them? I I I hope it was. But yeah, I, I definitely a song that I was not expecting for that kind of trailer for sure. So yes, now we have a Mario game with Airborne trailer. That's that's what Ubisoft has contributed to this D3. Thank you, Ubisoft. That's, um, so that's how to get a rock song in a trailer in a way I enjoy. Then there's the way that I'm just tired of at this point. I guess this isn't really a rock song, but still it's just another example of this trend in trailers of having some dramatic, epic game that looks like all the other ones, and then the background music is some epic, dramatic cover of a classic song, usually classic rock song. So there was, what was the game, Skull and Bones? Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends seemed to like that one, and that's cool for them and everything. But I was just mad the whole time, because there was another trailer that did the same thing. It had a cover of Crazy by Steel, I believe, in the background. And I'm just like, every year! Really? I... I did not pick up on that. I, I think I was more just focused on, uh, the the Assassin's Creed, like the the pirate chance yeah. literally being ripped, like as if it couldn't be more obvious that mm-hmm. it's directly moving there. But yeah, that is kind of an annoying trend. And uh, I also noticed what like Imagine Dragons made another appearance. I think it was for the uh, for the Steep game. Um, just like everyone's gotta have an Imagine Dragons appearance, you know, somewhere. Uh, it's a good point though, like. The, you got to stop with this this trend of, you know, covers from classic songs mm. and done like in this either really epic fashion or 
<laughs> what was another Slowed one? down. We were also saying for, uh, which game was it that Lord had a, a song? Or it was very Lord-like. Oh, uh. And we were just like, yeah, 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 I am Lord. I was am... it Crew? I think it was Crew. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it was Lord. Or, yeah, it was Crew. Because we, we were then talking how funny it would be if Matt Stone or Trey Parker came out as Randy, as, as Lord. And it was like, <laughs> I am Lord, yo, yo, yo. Just popping right on the side of yeah. that trailer. That'd be really good. Uh, no, I, I think, yeah, there should be careful consideration about how uh, a trailer is represented with with a song and that song choice. And so some odd choices may work out like that, you know, Mario and Rabbids with, with Airborne, but yeah. man, like... The thing is, I'm not, I'm, I feel like this is more of a personal gripe for me. It's just because I'm not saying it needs to stop. What I'm saying is I need to start putting it on my bingo card because I will yes. get it every time. Yes, it is worthy, definitely. I, you know, maybe next year. I think that keep that in mind, and we'll have a, a yes or no question in the third party. Of, I will know. say yes to that one every time. I will say though, while I'm not interested in the game, I totally get why everyone else is because I know that everyone really liked that uh, ship to ship combat in Assassin's Creed Four. So. Was Assassin's Creed 4? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Black Flag. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people did like it, and I'm, I'm wondering if that kind of has helped spur this this pirate trend in games. I mean, I thought it was okay. Like, I could have done without it. It seemed to be a lot of like, oh, ram the ship, you know, go alongside it, you know, your, your broad guns. Uh, you know, it, it seemed a little repetitive, especially if you're doing like a circle dance around the ocean, just trying to get in that right position. Just, mm-hmm. just right, just perfect. Uh, but, yeah, so I... It's hit or miss for me, but yeah, that I think was it's a, a good idea. It's just that this is the third pirate game I've seen all E3. <laughs> right, it has been. Yeah, quite I a had lot. mentioned yeah. this to uh, Pete. That is like, where did all this this pirate thing come from? Because there's just been so many pirate games just suddenly announced out of nowhere since like in the past year. I just think we need more ninjas. Just gotta counterbalance it True. a little bit. We need more ninjas. I didn't, I didn't think I'd be going into an E3 where I'd see more pirates than zombies. Oh, and speaking of ninja, Mario does the ninja run following a Roomba. Oh, yeah, what the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. He ninja runs. Oh man, that with Sonic too much. Yeah, I, I think Naruto. so. Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, sweet. <laughs> you are my friend. Oh my God, no, no. You know you Well, before we keep going on this uh, this music theme. Jesse, thank you so much for uh, for calling in. Really appreciate the time. Uh, have a great E3, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk to you soon. You too. See you for Sony. And joining us from North Carolina, Damone, welcome back to the Power Switch. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, as always, I feel welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. Glad to have yes. you. Uh, Ubisoft coming off of their E3 2017 press conference. So what did you have in mind to talk about? I guess uh, I, I have some similar thoughts to uh, what's been expressed. First off, I guess I want to uh, piggyback off what Jesse said, because uh, I was actually kind of talking to him about it in the chat. It was really great to see uh, Shigeru Miyamoto on stage again. That applause he got was really telling. You know, I, it, it does kind of make you miss Nintendo's uh, actual press conferences. I mean, I, I see why they're doing the digital stuff at the Treehouse Live events, because they get to control their message and put it out exactly how they see fit. They've had some very great moments with those. And mm-hmm. it's, it's great to see him honored as the industry icon he is. 
Um, at first, it was a little confusing to see like why is this leading off the show. But yeah, if you're gonna bring out Miyamoto, like put that at the top. Yeah, bring out Shiki first. I mean, for me personally, I felt like that was the best thing they could do because it's like when it was when it was first leaked. I mean, I saw some people that were like, "This could be good." I saw a lot of people like, "Oh my god, this is an insult to gaming itself." And so, I say, you know, get that out the way. By the way, it didn't look half bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, kind of assuage a lot of pe- people's fears, and also uh, maybe, and I hope this is what this implies, kind of freeing up space on Nintendo's event tomorrow. They don't have to. Uh, they certainly don't have to talk about it at length, but they may not need to talk about it on the uh, on the um, digital event at all. Yeah, I agree. You bring it up yeah. in Treehouse, have a demo there, but you know, focus on your first party games because this is most—it's mostly a Ubisoft joint. Like they've done most most of the development, yeah. and Nintendo's just really signed off on it. So I agree. Yes, you can use Mario, and we'll make sure it's not crap. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, all the more reason why you know, and we'll we'll see if we have to actually see if uh, tomorrow you know there's uh, going to be any you know news worth covering uh, for Nintendo. I might as well get it out of the way now and say that. You know, I think I'd like to you know do the the quick reaction right after the the 25 minute spotlight because in most Nintendo directs we've had lots of things to talk about, but when they're talking about in the, like the first hour there may be more news and all that like it's hard to say like what what are we actually watching what's the balance there so just to to consider that because yeah I mean yeah the Treehouse like they'll they'll show things like you know they'll, they'll show things right away yeah so we'll they I mean they've already confirmed that they're even gonna have announcements like on the treehouse live shows which i mean i've, I've kind of applauded it as like a, a smart way of doing things like mm-hmm. you know you just you can spread out the announcements over a couple of days i remember they announced pac-man and we fit trainer and like uh, a treehouse live segment for smash Bros. so they'll they'll just gladly do that but um it does. I, I can imagine it makes things kind of difficult. So, um, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. you know, show trailers back to back on the twenty-five minutes tomorrow, and then you know, demos are what Treehouse is for. Getting back to Ubisoft, though, I wanted to actually yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, make sorry. that connect. No, it's, no, it's fine. I actually it makes a, a fair connection to, uh, you know, showing things after the show. Hey, did you know after the show, uh, Assassin's Creed, you know, half an hour of gameplay right. is going to be after the show. You know, it's it's going to be after the show. Yeah, they made sure you knew that Assassin's Creed the offs the uh, the live game feed was going to be shown after the show. And after the show, they get to show thirty minutes of Assassin's Creed Origins gameplay. So make sure you turn in after the show. It's true. <laughs> so wait, it it sounds like, to me like you're trying to tell me something here, and I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, I think it was like um, five times in a minute. It was yeah, crazy. it was a bit much. Glad they went that route, but it's like okay, we get the idea. Oh, and, and shooting the camera on the off-screen. Like, yeah, don't, no, terrible. no. No, stop it. Don't yeah. ever... It doesn't take that long to switch a source and then back. Come on. That was worse than all of EA's presentation. I know we were talking about you know presentation styles uh, yesterday with uh, EA and Bethesda. Like, that was the worst use of an E3 presentation time. You spent, like, more than a minute almost shooting a camera on off-screen footage of a game where it was so dark and, oh, mm-hmm. it was not right. It was not okay. Yeah. I mean, come on, you you got money. Like, just give exactly. us direct feed footage. You, you plug like, it into a switch, or you take the source. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. So that wasn't great. But um, there was 30 minutes of gameplay after the show. 
So <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that yeah. you followed through with that. And you know, after the show, if they're interested, tune in after the show. So yeah, right. Yeah, um, I guess uh, another thing I wanted to talk about with Ubisoft thing, which I guess Video Game Guru also spoke about, is kind of the Nintendo love that they're showing. FEA, that's my first impression, I guess, <laughs> on the yeah, EA yeah. plus Nintendo front. Bethesda, they're, they're kind of like, well, we're going to do what we're going to do, and we're going to do it well, but we're not going to do anything major, like Skyrim's what, four or five years old. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, that's cool. But Ubisoft is like all in. Like, they've got an exclusive title. They've got Just Dance, of course, as well. Um, Beyond Good and Evil is up in the air. I've seen no confirmations of that, but I'm starting to doubt it's going to be exclusive to Switch at the very least. Yeah, and we're looking at graphics that good for a concept trailer at least. I mean, hey, Ubisoft's the only game bringing new games to Nintendo Wii. I mean, what's that about? Yeah, right? Like, that's interesting, but I guess you Just Dance probably sold the most on Wii. It's, I, I can tell you, from working at Toys R Us, it's you would not believe how much that game sells. At least, you know, that was during the Wii kind of last couple of years when I was mm-hmm. working there. But oh my, it's crazy. Would you believe me if I told you I, I worked at Toys R Us 42nd Street for a bit and know exactly what you're talking about? Yes, thank you. Someone <laughs> someone knows. It's, well, I worked at GameStop. I've, that I too, remember the tunes. GameStop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, I mean, Ubisoft has always had this trend of, you know, at least supporting in the last few consoles for Nintendo, at least supporting it early on. I mean, we remember, you know, Zombie U and mm-hmm. things like that. But the question is, how long does it keep up? And hopefully, I mean, if it's going to last until fall 2018 for this Starlink game, you know, we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed and see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, that was kind of my problem with them last generation. But then again, even Nintendo abandoned the Wii U eventually. They, they were like, we're going to do this, and then the returns weren't as great as they wanted, and they said, oh, we're not doing this. But um, I have to commend them. They're putting in a gen- they put in a genuine effort in the beginning of the Wii U's life cycle. They're putting in a genuine effort now. Like, we're, it's, it's new hardware. We're going to go all in. We're releasing multi-flats on it, like, unlike everybody else. Like, <laughs> So, it, it shows a lot of promise. It's it's very exciting, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I'm I'm really thrilled with you know how Ubisoft did. Like oh, after yeah. we're thinking that they had so much accounted for to have so many surprises, and particularly for Nintendo fans, like that's that's awesome. Yeah, they almost had a one to one things we knew were going to be shown to things we had no idea mm-hmm. were going to be shown or knew yeah. existed. And it was, it was a good stretch right in the middle there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, Damone, thank you for calling in. Really appreciate the time. Uh, have a great E3. We look forward to talking to you, hopefully, for these, these next couple shows as well. You too. Thank you. Well, Scott, another one down. That's another, four of six. I, I know. Sony tonight, and then Nintendo tomorrow afternoon at noon Eastern. Uh, I think maybe possibly the best two conferences left, and that's really hard to say. Cause, I know. You know. We've Mike, had some really good ones. Microsoft was great. Ubisoft was really well done. Uh you know, EA and Bethesda, you know, there are some things in there mm-hmm. that people like, but, you know, take them what you will. Was, you know, at least right. they weren't bad. No. Yeah, so it's, you know, I think E3's, uh, you know, they're starting to turn around. It should be it's pretty good. good. E- it's been a good E3 so far. We're going to keep our fingers crossed, though. Uh, if you wanted to pick one game out of this Ubisoft list that you really cannot wait to play most of all, what would it Ooh, be? Ooh, I think, honestly, it's it's South Park. Mm. South Park, The Fractured But Whole. Yeah. Um. I'm just, it, it looks hilarious. I had such a good time with The Stick of Truth. Um, 
Assassin's Creed I'm, Origin looks very interesting. It looks like a lot of fun. I definitely want to play that. Yeah, get some of that Witcher um, involvement in. in there, oh, yeah, so. but if I would have to say, probably South Park would be my top, yeah. my very top, followed yeah. by Assassin's Creed or Far Cry 5. Yeah, for me, it's going to be Assassin's Creed. Uh, I, I really mm-hmm. can't wait to get back into that series. I, I really loved Syndicate. You know, that was the game that they took the time off mm-hmm. of, but... Man, that was so much better than Unity ever was. Uh, so I was really mm-hmm. enjoying that. Uh, but I think Far Cry Five maybe next, and then probably South Park. Mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy Stick of Truth as well, but it's. Uh, I'm just more interested to see like what they do with the story more than the actual gameplay. The mm-hmm. gameplay was the tough thing that, you know, I, I just wanted to get to the next bit in the story and see where that went. Mm-hmm. But for sure, uh, it's, it's a really exciting you know list that they have going on, and I, I like when companies you know look for it in the future and i think that was missing from bethesda yeah. last night whereas we've got everything for this year okay but what are your plans beyond like we should keep updating us mm-hmm. on like and you know the ones that you show in the future like bring it back next year and let's see how mm-hmm. how it's how it's coming along so uh, i think that was that was a really great job you know i'm gonna look forward mm-hmm. to seeing sony tonight though i i hope oh, we're yeah? gonna keep our fingers crossed not get too much hype up but that'll be that'll mm-hmm. be a good, good time as well so, of course, at facebook.com slash dashing nerds, if you have We'll be live yet. once again, 10 minutes prior to the show starting. We'll give our thoughts and hopes for the conference, followed by our live reactions and the live stream itself of the conference. Uh, and then we'll come back over here. For sure. I, I hope that the uh, the YouTube video playing, or uh, Twitch, or whatever it is, uh, looks better than it did. It got very pixely for yeah, us. We'll I, don't know, I don't know if that happened for anyone out. else, but that was unusual. Uh, let us know if that's the case. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to it. So, for Scott White, I am Peter Spasia. Until next time, switch up, call in, game on. <laughs>